thank you for joining us on Comedy Co-Pilots. I'm Erin Lynn. And I'm Jocelyn Mance. And this week we're doing Petticoat Junction. Woo! Yeah, yo. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it was on CBS from 1963 to 1970. And it is one of three interrelated shows about rural <laughs> characters. I don't know why I cannot say that word. <laughs> no, like, it's it. rural, rural, rural. It's too many R's. <laughs> and it's produced by Paul Henning. So all three of those shows were produced. But Paul Henning actually created Petticoat Junction and uh, Beverly Hillbillies. The Beverly Hillbillies. Um, and then someone else created Green Acres. But he produced it. Um, and the idea for Petticoat Junction came from Paul Henning's wife. Uh, because her grandmother ran the Burris Hotel in Eldon, Missouri. And she told stories of, I guess her grandmother's name was Ruth. Mm-hmm. And, um, or no, I'm sorry, her name was Ruth. So her stories and her mother, whose name is Alice, her stories, they became the basis of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, he also, Paul Henning, he wrote the series for the star B. Benadurette, mm-hmm. um, who plays uh, Kate. Is that all right? Yeah, Kate. <laughs> yes, Kate. Um, because he felt that she had more than paid her dues and had earned the right to headline her own series. Um, she had done a bunch of, like, I guess they call them second banana rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was also the voice of Betty Rubble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, on the Flintstones. And... Uh, she was also on the Beverly Hillbillies as like their cousin or something for a few episodes. So he just like thought she should have her own series. And then uh, Frank Caddy, who played Sam Drucker, was the only actor in television history to play the same recurring character on three different shows. Because hmm. he was on all those shows I just mentioned. And... Uh, Sharon Tate was originally going to play Billy Joe. Oh. Um, but I guess they decided she didn't have enough uh, experience acting or something. So hmm. they changed it up at the last minute. She like took a cast picture and everything and then they kind of changed it. So Wow. Yeah. Man, just she had no luck. I know. <laughs> so, it's and... awful, awful joke. <laughs> too soon yeah I don't know (laughs) I don't know if that's ever okay (laughs) Uh, and then I have the uncanny ability of choosing shows that are that have tragic stories attached to them oh no (laughs) (laughs) what happened here So, uh, the actress that played Kate, B. Benadurette, she died in 1968 after a two-year illness with lung cancer. So, mm. and the show didn't end until 1970, so they had to replace her. Ugh. And they replaced her with um, June Lockhart, the actress, and she played Dr. Janet Craig, 
until the end of the series. Um, like, and then did, did Doctor Janet take over the inn, or is she just a random I'm, doctor? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think the uncle took over the inn. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not sure what. Maybe she was just like a doctor in town or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but and then after after B died, the characters just said she was out of town. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, out of town for <laughs> because ever. she was super popular. So I guess they didn't want to kill her off. So. Yeah. Um, hmm. Which I can see from the first episode, like, she is the draw of the show. She's just very yeah. motherly and welcoming. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the show was canceled in 1970. Um, and the only reason why it got that last season was because it was the fifth season in color. And they wanted mm-hmm. five seasons in color for syndication. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about money, baby. Yep. <laughs> Um, but, uh, when it was canceled in 1970, that was like a precursor to the infamous CBS rural purge of the early 1970s. I guess they got rid of like all the rural, uh, TV shows Hmm. and, uh, Petticoat Junction was replaced by the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, wow. Very different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, and then this, I thought this was weird from 1963 to 1984, there was a Petticoat Junction amusement park. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It's so funny to have such confidence in the first season of your show that you already opened the amusement park. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if the people from the show did. I think people were just such big fans that they just like (laughs) opened an amusement park. (laughs) <laughs> and then the show was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> because they had like other places that like they ha- if they had like an old train, they'd be like, this is Petticoat Junction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lot of places did that. And I guess the show was cool with it. They were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like a pretty easy place to emulate. You just need like an old train tracks or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So season one, episode one is called Spurline to Shady Rest. And the Amazon Prime description is the CNFW Railroad Railroad's troubleshooter Homer Bedlow comes to Hooterville to find out why their branch isn't connected to the main line. <laughs> so first we get the credits and it's like an upbeat song about the junction <laughs> yep like come hang out at the petticoat junction or something like that but it's not that yeah. <laughs> and there's scenes of a train chugging along and the three daughters are swimming in the water tower with their petticoats hanging off the side mm-hmm. the mom what? and the uncle <laughs> mm-hmm. i think she just like wakes them up or i don't know if she does them <laughs> during the credits but yeah which okay Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't swimming in a water tower, like, extremely dangerous? I always hear about people, like, drowning in water towers. Um, I didn't know people swam in water towers. (laughs) Is that a thing? Apparently. (laughs) 
Besides this and like the movie Aquamarine where they hide a mermaid in a water tower, I was not aware people went into water towers. <laughs> I think you're not supposed to because like okay. you, it's like super easy to drown or something. But, yeah. yeah. Well, they're you know they're in the country. Yeah, no rules. In it's the country. hot, Mama. It's hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So the first scene, Betty Joe, Billy Joe, and Bobby Joe, <laughs> who are a redhead, a brunette, and a blonde. Which, why does this matter? Because black and white. <laughs> well, I guess after the, after the second season, it's color. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I guess it matters because they need one of each. You can't, you yeah. can't have people with the same color hair yeah also like <laughs> what are the odds of that probably like zero <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they tell kate that the train is coming and she frets about them swimming in the water tower and they say it's hot mama and <laughs> uncle joe says he has plans for a swimming pool and he thinks it'll bring in more guests and Kate says, business isn't good, and they're losing money as it is. And then Uncle Joe's like, we can just raise the rates <laughs> since mm-hmm. we'll have a swimming pool. Not really getting how money works. So yeah. uh, <laughs> then Floyd and Charlie pull into the station on the train, and they offer Kate a free ride. And... uh Floyd is the conductor, I think, and Charlie is the engineer. I don't know the difference between those. But I cannot tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they talk about how they're separate from the main train line. And then we're, we get, we're cutting to the main train line office or the company office. And some suits given a presentation <laughs> And he notices, he just now notices the <laughs> branch line to Hooterville. And he sends Homer Bedlow to investigate. Yeah, and he, and, like, takes a five-minute, like, sidebar in the middle of the yeah. scene. be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, giving a presentation. And then he notices something on his presentation that he's giving <laughs> that he didn't notice before. And then he starts, like talking to a guy like whispering to him in front mm-hmm. of everyone it's so weird mm-hmm. um so then the whole family is um walking up to the train and kate said sorry to keep them waiting and charlie's like we're not in a hurry <laughs> and then floyd wants to know if he should put on his conductor suit and or is it just home folks and she's like it's just home folks and then um, all the daughters and, and the mom get on the train. <laughs> the daughters and the mom. Kata and her daughters get on the train. And then um, Uncle Joe starts talking about how the Hooterville cannonball is about to break down, except he calls it the Hooterville meatball or something like that. Yeah. And, but it's all in good fun. And him and Charlie have a good laugh. And then Uncle Joe waves them off as the train chugs away. And then we're in Hooterville, I think. Yeah, we're in Hooterville. 
and Homer is at the train station, um, but the train passes right by him. <laughs> and I thought this guy was the attendant, but he what he's not. We'll find out who he is later. But um, the guy that's sitting at the station uh, lets him know that the train stops at the general store if Kate and her girls are on it and they need to shop. And <laughs> then Kate and her girls enter the general store and there's one like shopkeep in there that's like in love with one of Billy the Joe. I think, yeah Billy Joe the blonde one mm-hmm. I think his name is like Herb Herbie or something <laughs> classic boy next door name or whatever Herbie <laughs> yeah and then we're, we cut back to the train station and Homer's all mad because he's the, he thinks the train is more like a taxi and we're back in the store and the women are gathering their supplies when the train horn sounds and Kate's like oh they must be tired of waiting <laughs> <laughs> so uh Billy Joe like runs out and she's like what can we buy these new bathing suits <laughs> and Kate says no summer's over put it back and they leave the store and then um Charlie's outside waiting for them and he's like uh, some businessmen are in a hurry to get to Pixley and <laughs> I just realized no they're not <laughs> yeah for, no they they're not the episode. <laughs> also why are there businessmen going from Hooterville to Pixley how do they find know. this like if this is disconnected from the main line how do they find this railroad like <laughs> so weird <laughs> just a bunch of businessmen <laughs> yeah um, so, uh, Kate says, that's fine. She finished her shopping. So, um, they load up her supplies and then, uh, back at the station, Homer asks Sam, who is the guy who's sitting there, if the train will back up for him. And he's like, no, <laughs> like, or I wouldn't count on it is what he really says. And then, and then, um. Homer's like, well, then you're going to run after it and tell them that Homer is, uh, that I'm here. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I won't mm-hmm. count on that either. And um, then Homer's like, oh, what is your name? I'm going to take it down. I'm going to get you fired from the train line. And Sam's like, I don't work for the train line. I own the general store. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just at the station so Kate can save face because she can't afford the supplies. So is she just like stealing <laughs> supplies? I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the supplies are loaded and um, Betty Jo's gonna what is she gonna do? She's gonna drive the train back like she always does. That's the redhead. <laughs> yep. And um, uh, what? <laughs> oh, Kate checks on her other daughters. And then um, Billy Joe's in the store and Bobby Joe's on the train. And Homer hears Floyd yell all aboard at the station. And he's surprised the train's about to leave without him. It's like, yeah, you could have walked over there like five times by now. Yeah. (laughs) You were told the deal. You chose not to believe it. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? You're just, yeah. Your pride is preventing you 
<laughs> from living your best life, sir. Yeah. It's also somehow the businessmen figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did they get on the train? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam tells him he better run if he's gonna, if he wants to catch the train. And the train starts going, so he runs down the tracks after it, and he catches up, and he tries to climb on the back, but his suitcase, like, flies open, (laughs) and all his clothes come out, Mm -hmm. and Kate comes out um, to help him, and, like, helps him get on the train, and she's like, you gotta learn, you got a lot to learn about trains. (laughs) The Hooterville Cannonball waits for no one. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought compared to, like, um, a lot of the other shows we watch where it's just, like, a stage, the cinematography in this is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the like fact that a it's movie. Like, yeah, it, like, follows him, like, trying to catch the train and everything. It's, like, very, it's actually quite, like, well shot, especially for when TV was so low effort, <laughs> usually. Yeah, like, I, I thought I was watching a movie. I was like, yeah, this is like a little mini movie. <laughs> Yeah. There's no, like, audience. <laughs> yeah, so. Hmm. I liked it. But, um. Mm-hmm. So then we're on the train, and Kate asks Bobby Joe where Billy Joe is, and finds her surrounded by men, I guess, as usual. And mm-hmm. um, then Kate uses this opportunity to entice all the businessmen to eat and stay at the hotel. And they're like, we don't have anything to do in Pixley anymore. Yeah. Let's go there. We're not in a rush at all anymore. <laughs> we want chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the train makes a signal and Homer's like, what's that? And Kate's like, hold on because of dead man's curve. <laughs> <laughs> then they go around the curve and they hold on. They're all like leaning over. And then Homer says, whoever's driving the train is drunk or crazy. Mm-hmm. Kate says, not to talk about her daughter that way. <laughs> and then, um, for some reason, she wants to talk to this guy. So she yeah. goes across the aisle. She's probably trying to make another to sale. You know, she's yeah, very, maybe. like, slick in this. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, so, and then she notices him taking notes, and she thinks he's a reporter. And she's like, Charlie is the best engineer, and trying to like talk him up. And... What would that article be, lady? <laughs> just like, there's, there's a train, a train line that goes between two towns. And, and Charlie is the best engineer. <laughs> Says this lady I just met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, then, um, Oh no, where was I? Uh, oh no, then and Homer's like, I doubt it because he's letting your daughter drive the train. <laughs> and um, then we're like up at the front of the train and Charlie's playing the harmonica while Betty Jo drives. Or I don't know what you call it. I just call it driving the train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then she wants to wash the train when they get back. And Charlie's like, boys won't find you romantic if you, like, keep doing this stuff. And she doesn't care because she's in love with the train. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. 
And then Billy Joe is making eyes at the traveling salesman while she's sitting in her seat. So Kate tells her to switch places with Bobby Joe, who's back with two of the guys. Mm-hmm. And also, she's reading. She's like, her nose is in a book, so she's not paying yes. attention to the guys. <laughs> so Billy Joe asks Bobby Joe how she can just read about love and not do anything about it. And. Bobby uh, Joe wants to meet a guy just like Robert Browning. (laughs) (laughs) And Floyd comes in and Kate and him negotiate a fee of two chicken dinners for hauling her supplies and two apple pies for the train fare (laughs) for her and her daughter. Which is supposed to be very charming, but this lady is like a total grifter. (laughs) She doesn't pay for anything yet. She's (laughs) like, how much to haul my many supplies that she put on the train and I didn't have to help with it all? And I didn't pay pay for either. (laughs) And I made the owner of the general store go down the street. (laughs) Just dazzling everybody with my beautiful daughters or whatever. (laughs) Like, give me free stuff. And, um, yeah, and Homer is not amused by this. <laughs> and he's like, this is not a train, it's a rolling booty hatch. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed about booty hatch for a long time. I, yeah. pause. <laughs> I don't even understand that joke. It's still sort of funny. Like, I don't know what he I means. I think but... it means, like, like, I think it means, like, pirate's booty, like. Yeah a place to keep all your treasures <laughs> I, I guess because, I guess because she's hauling all the supplies for free <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> it's like a pirate <laughs> yeah yeah I guess it is because it is stolen goods technically <laughs> uh, so later after oh yeah <laughs> I forgot oh wait 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 I skipped one part so they have to stop at the orchard for apples because of the apple pies. That's when Homer gets all like, this is a booty hatch. I wonder if paid for the uh, apples. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so later after apple picking, one of the traveling salesmen comes and he asks Billy Joe for an apple. But he like is bending over her for far too long. So Kate intervenes, and he says he was just looking out of the window because the country's so green. <laughs> and Kate's like, not that green. <laughs> and then they are almost to the hotel, and Kate points it out to Homer, and Floyd comes in and says, there will be a two to three hour layover <laughs> for supper. <laughs> and Homer flips out. <laughs> Because they're not even supposed to stop there, according Mm -hmm. to his timetable. Which is like, is it for that specific train? Because how did... uh, Whatever. It doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. Um, So Floyd has... And Floyd's like, oh, you have a timetable? I haven't seen one of those in 20 years. Mm -hmm. And um, Kate's trying to, like, get off the train, but Homer wants to go to the end of the line, Pixie and he, Pixley, and he wants to go there now. And he, they're supposed to be there already. And then Charlie comes in and Floyd tells him the situation. And then Charlie's like, okay, let's just, like, do a vote. 
see what what majority won. <laughs> and Homer, of course, is outvoted because, of course, these horny salesmen want to yeah. be with these. At least be with Billy Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So all the passengers bring in the supplies to the hotel, and. Kate notices a statue of a Native American that belongs to Uncle Joe out and she tells the girls to hide it again. Mm. And one of the salesmen takes Billy Joe aside and we, uh, we meet Uncle Joe's bird who uses an elevator that doesn't run as a cage. Even though the <laughs> door is wide open. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's some kind of minor bird? Is that what you call it? <laughs> Yeah, minor bird, which I think is like old fashioned for parrot. I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Or maybe yeah, it's cause... some other type of bird, but I, I don't know. I feel yeah, like it's some heard... other type of bird that talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Billy Joe and this guy are in the cage, and Kate breaks that up, <laughs> and she mm-hmm. tells Charlie to show the men where to wash up, and they all go upstairs, and. Homer shows up and he walks by a sleeping Joe outside the front door and he wakes him up and he asks him if the hotel has a telephone and Joe's like oh yeah I installed it myself and it's the mm-hmm. only one from here to, from Hooterville to Pixley <laughs> and he's like I want to tell you a story about that phone and Homer's like oh just tell me where it is and he's mm-hmm. like okay inside to the right So Homer goes inside and he tries to use the phone and Uncle Joe follows him and asks him what he's trying to do. And he's like, make a call. And he's Mm -hmm. like, that phone's not connected. (laughs) It's just there to give the place class. (laughs) (laughs) And he mentions again that it's the only phone between Pixley and Hooterville. (laughs) And uh, Homer's like, why didn't you tell me that outside? And Uncle Joe's like, I did, but you cut me off. (laughs) So Homer asks where he can wash his hands. And uh, Uncle Joe says the second floor. So then Homer (laughs) hears the bird saying, um, like, what an elevator would say. (laughs) Going up, yeah. (laughs) So he just gets inside without looking up at what that thing said. Did elevators talk back to (laughs) that? I guess they did. I guess they did, yeah. Um, so he gets inside. Or usually the they had an attendant, like an elevator ah, attendant would take over. Right. But he like doesn't oh. look around for a person. Yeah, he doesn't look. He just gets in. He's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just gets into the non-functional elevator, <laughs> and then <laughs> Uncle Joe asks him why he's there, and he's like, "I'm going to the second floor," and he's like. But this elevator isn't connected. (laughs) It's just for looks. um, Just to make the the place up. Like the Mina Bird. They're the (laughs) only ones between Pixley and Hooterville. (laughs) Yeah. And Homer tells him to shut up. (laughs) He stomps upstairs. And then Uncle Joe notices that someone moved his uh, Native American statue again. (laughs) And then there's, like, a really racist music sting. <laughs> music what? Like, uh, like a little instrumental. Oh, yeah. <laughs> music. Oh, uh, a sting. Interview. Okay, yeah. Yeah. 
between the yep. scenes, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> yep. But okay. So now we're at dinner, and it's ending, and Charlie compliments Kate on the food, and they wonder why the hotel is in the middle of nowhere, because, like, she should be really popular. And Kate says her grandpa was going to build it in Pixley, but the train hauling his lumber just spilled it in the middle. (laughs) So they built the hotel there. And then I think Charlie, I think it's Charlie who says, now we're going to go sing. Yeah. (laughs) Homer's like, what the fuck? (laughs) We've been here for hours. Yeah. Go to Pixley. Yeah. I mean, Howard, I mean, Homer has a point. Like, yeah. If you were just some random person who, like, got on this train, you'd be like, what is going on? I just want, it was supposed to be a 20-minute train ride. I just want to get to the next town. (laughs) Wait, how did he even get to the, oh, whatever. Okay, I guess there's a They said charter a plane, so I guess he chartered a plane. Oh, he chartered a plane, Okay. Mm-hmm. He could have just chartered a plane right there. Uh, who knows? Okay, what's going on? <laughs> so he wants to go to Pixley, and she, Kate says, how? Because, uh, oh, wait. I skipped some stuff. <laughs> he wants to go to Pixley now. And then Charlie's like, I'm not going to make the run with just one person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Homer's like, look, I'm from the main train company. And I'm shutting down this line. And now Uncle Joe wants to fight him because that would ruin the hotel. But Kate's like, no, calm down. And let's just go in the other room and decide what to do. So they all go in the other room except for Homer. And they close, like, some curtains (laughs) that separate (laughs) him from them. And then they vote on something in a huddle. And on the other side of the curtain, or uh, then Homer comes out from the other side of the curtain. And Kate tells them that they voted to stay there for the night and figure out the train stuff the next day. It's like, what is there to figure out? Like, he owns the train. And he said, he said, he's like, like, you don't, you guys don't get to figure anything out. We we voted to stall. Yeah. And figure whatever we can out yeah. during the night and tell you tomorrow uh, what we're going to do about this. I thought, I thought it would be hilarious if they turned it with like, we voted to kill you. <laughs> 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 so you'll never go back to the train company and tell them what happened to you. <laughs> hey, back then that probably would have worked. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so... um. <laughs> Homer again is like, no, that's not going to work for me. I want to go to Pixley now. And Kate's like, how? You fuck Charlie and Floyd. (laughs) And Homer's like, if your daughter can run the train, I can too. So then we see him at the train trying to run it. And apparently he's been there for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) And Kate's there like, of trying to talk to him and she convinces him to go to the hotel and take a hot bath and deal with the train stuff the next day and he finally decides to do that and he gets helped <laughs> off the train I think by Charlie and Floyd and he leaves 
And then Kate tells the train, they've been through a lot together, and they'll get through this. And then she walks off into the night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Which, great cinematography again at the end. She's got, like, the lantern, and she's walking along the train. I was like, this is way way prettier than it needs to be, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It really reminded me, I don't, there's, like, a movie called State Fair... That's really old. It really reminded me of that movie with its mm. tone. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of like corny, but mm. <laughs> it's like the kind of corny I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, the cinematography was like surprised me for sure. <laughs> um, and it was sort of like totally weird like they were very chill except for uncle joe about all of their livelihoods being wrecked <laughs> you know yeah like i think seven. that was like they're they're trying to be folksy they're trying to be like well, we have time let's figure it out later like, yeah <laughs> it's all right <laughs> yeah. But yeah yeah i guess I wonder what um, future episodes are like. Like, is it always so heavy on the train, or like, what what happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously they have to resolve this train thing because it wasn't resolved at the end of this episode. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what happened with that. Obviously they keep it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I know that Floyd and Charlie. Well. Unfortunately, Charlie also died. Oh, come on. <laughs> During the series. I think he died after a, a season four. Um, so they replaced... I think Floyd took over for him for a little bit and they replaced him with someone else. So um, mm-hmm. they stay on the show. But I think after the first couple of seasons, they start focusing more on like the daughter's love lives. Mm-hmm. Because at first it's more like about the whole family and like the town and stuff, I think. So, okay, yeah. that makes sense. And I know the daughters change a lot, <laughs> like, they yeah, casting them. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay as long as one is blonde, one is redhead, and one is brunette, it's yeah. like the same person. <laughs> and then I think they even like change the characters' personalities because the actors <laughs> were different. <laughs> That's so like one girl she started out as like a bookworm and ended up as a dip it's like what oh. okay <laughs> yeah so it seemed like right now they have like the bookworm the tomboy and like the boy crazy one mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think the brunette yeah i think maybe she is the one that becomes dipsy by the, end <laughs> of the show yeah <laughs> with a different actress <laughs> all right <laughs> Yeah, There's always yeah. got to be a ditz in any group of women. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I like I like that Sam character. He was pretty. I can see why he was on all three of the shows mm-hmm. <laughs> to tie them together. Because I guess Green Acres takes place in Hooterville, and oh okay. Um. And then Beverly Hillbillies just did crossovers. They weren't, like, they didn't take place in that town or anything. Obviously, it's in Beverly Hills, but... Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but they did do a lot of crossovers with them. So. Uh, all connected. Yes, it's all connected. <laughs> um, anything else about uh, Petticoat Junction? That's all I had. Okay, me too. Um, thank you for joining us on Comedy Copilot. Uh, you can contact us uh, at our email address. Uh, comedycopilot.gmail.com and on our Twitter at comedypilot and uh, that's it for next for this week we'll see you next time with a new episode bye <laughs>